I'm Chelsea. I'm Paul. And I'm Abby, and welcome to Three to Beam Up. Today we're talking about uh, the episode of the animated series, One of Our Planets is Missing. Oh no. Where'd it go? However, his name is Lieutenant Eric's. And I <laughs> was like, are you serious? And then I went to Memory Alpha and apparently it's spelled like A-R-E-X or something like that, which I'm like, I don't know that that makes it better. <laughs> is it just supposed to be phonetic? I In don't know. I guess. I don't know. I was just kind of like, that's that's the name we went with, huh? Okay, sure, sure. Well, I mean... It's fine. <laughs> of all the aliens they've run into, what's, like, the most alien name we've seen in TOS? I don't know. I know. It's not... It was just more of a, like, I, I was excited because I was like, oh, the alien has lines this time. Yeah. And then it was like, Lieutenant Eric. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> It is a cool and alien. I was, yeah. I mean, it is. And it's a cool alien. And I'm just, I was, I was hoping for like a cooler name. I don't know what that name would be, but Wait, I was hoping said, for a cooler one. You said you looked him up on Memory Alpha. What alien is he? This, this oh, <clears throat> that's a great question. And I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> we don't, do we ever see that alien again in a different series? I have uh, I don't no idea. I think so. If it was going to show up anywhere, it'd be Lower Decks. I'm just going to say. Right. That's probably well, true. I mean, since it is, um, what do you call it, uh, humanoid, like we could theoretically like slap some makeup on someone. Mm, I don't know. There'd be a lot of prosthetics on the head, right? Uh, yeah, but Klingons. I mean, they can do it. No, no, but I mean, it's it's a lot more, like, a Klingon still has a, a, a human head with stuff on it, and this one was like, the head is shaped weird, right? It's a very long it's neck. It's like a praying mantis up. or yeah, something. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, they would, I think it would have to just be the approximating, because also the neck's really thin. Like, yeah. Really, and it, that wouldn't really work. It feels, I mean, I guess I've been watching a lot of Farscape, but it feels a lot more Farscape than Star Trek, right? If you were going to do that live action. Like, mm-hmm. puppet. Yeah. 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 Anyway, so then there's this cloud and it well, eats planets. Yeah. Oh, so I mean, there we go. That's, that's exactly. This is a pretty clean which episode. episode. Do you guys remember? What? Are, oh, this several. is the doomsday, the, the doomsday weapon, right? Yes. Combined with which other episode? Well, so it's kind of. I mean, are you going to go with Obsession? I was. Ding, 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 ding. I, isn't it just an amalgamation of those two episodes? Uh, I mean, in Obsession... Well, Obsession's the cloud. Yeah, it's the space cloud. And then Doomsday Machine is the thing that like goes around and eats planets. Yeah, I think it's basically... Together, we have one of our planets. Doomsday like Weapon... They had a baby. It's like Doomsday Weapon without Captain Ahab, right? Because that's. Yeah. I, I think the, the, one of the best parts of mm-hmm. Doomsday Weapon is... Um, I'm going to forget that. Commander... Eh, whatever. Jordan? Ahab. God, Ahab. Ahab, yeah. yeah. Um, well, what's his real What is his real name? Anyway. Um, yeah, I, I think this is pretty clean, though, in terms of stripping all that out and then just being like, yeah, there's something that's destroying planets. Um, mm-hmm. I could sort of see... I mean, it's obsession in that it's a space cloud with space powers, but 
going inside of it and basically doing a fantastic voyage on it is a little, you know. It was, it struck me as like, it's Space Cloud Horda. Like, yeah. I actually looked back in my Horda notes sure. to yeah. confirm that I had gotten all the messages. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, like, this one, you know, I have some questions about it, sure. Um, but for the most part, like, it's not bad. Like, this one's pretty good, frankly. I was just a little bored by it. I thought it moved kind of slow. I thought the dialogue was kind of, like, it sounded like how it was recorded. Like, that they were talking to, um, like, in their, like, little box instead of to each other. Which is, I think, exactly probably what happened. I feel like for a lot of these, they actually did, um, essentially table reads. I forget yeah. where I read that, but, um. Yeah, they did. At least for the first, like, the first few, and this something? is this yeah. is like the third or fourth episode, so yeah, third. Um, yeah, so I don't know. It sounded really choppy. Yeah, and that could have been editing. That could have been a lot of different things. Um, but but we didn't see Sulu in the last episode, right? Uh, or he didn't talk, maybe. I don't know. Good question. I noted in this episode that we had Sulu. And he was like, yeah. I, I thought this one moved along at an okay pace, though. Like it wasn't. It, it wasn't as tight as it maybe could have been, but um, I thought this was all right. I had a really good bridge shake at the beginning. Man, the amount of bridge shakes they do in this animated series. It's so <laughs> many. It is so many. Like, there are so many bridge shakes in every episode. It's such a... Again, they, they do a lot of the same... I talked about this last time, but the pan and zoom animation where you don't... Where you, yeah. you get a ton of free frames if you just spend four seconds panning across a static scene. Um, and the same is true if you do a bird shake and then everybody's, you just shake the frame, essentially. So, um, yeah, they're doing yeah. a lot of stuff to eke out the maximum runtime from each frame of animation. <laughs> well, and, and we've, so. we've already seen, like, the cliche here, right? Like, they do the bird shake and then they go to a hallway and then the yeah, hallway... And someone falls <laughs> down in the hallway, yeah. <laughs> and then they go back to the bridge. It's And, yeah, it's because I saw it in, like, two so the things okay. the things that go on, I, I think science corner time, um, <laughs> quick science corner. This this episode is built all around antimatter, right? It's like the core conceit of this episode um, that like this thing is full of antimatter, and that's what's going on. Sure. Um, but does that even make sense? Uh, <laughs> I could see. I could see. I mean, again, it's a good short story like this. In twenty six minutes, it makes enough sense. Um, that you have some sort of space creature, I think making it, having it be like a single soda organism is kind of all you need. But if it had, you know, some sort of protective shell and then inside, I mean, it, it, having a full digestion is, is not necessarily needed. But, um, I mean, we have stomach acid in our stomach that uh, would that is damaging to cells that are not our stomach cells and even damaging to our stomach cells. So having a, a creature like this that, you know, can produce or synthesize antimatter or something and then eats matter and then that matter and antimatter annihilate in its stomach to create energy, like, okay, that's, a, that's an okay back-of-the-envelope premise for 26 minutes of sci-fi. Um... And it also gives some, like, cool stuff for Scotty to do. Be like, like well, it, it raises he some is. questions about the engines. Yes, he, has, <laughs> he is very concerned about the engines. But it is a cool solution for Scotty to come up with. Be like, yeah, our matter-antimatter uh, core, like, we're depleting the antimatter too quick. 
but we're also swimming in it. So like, why not just teleport some in and jam it in there? Yeah, uh, I literally. Should we say like another? It's it's not a bad solution. I literally have a note about it that says Scotty's plan is insane, but doesn't really strike me as terrible. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, and it's like also, I think if this was a longer episode, they would have been like, yeah, let's put somebody in a spacesuit and you have to send them out. But he's just like, yeah, just beam it into a box. Let's put a box on the teleporter pad. It's like, yeah, it's a very clean plan, which is not always the case in TOS, so... True. <laughs> but that must mean that they can beam in. So, like, the teleporter works with matter and antimatter, therefore. Uh, dude, that's a good question. There would be no reason why it should... Oh, wait. Hmm. <laughs> Jesse, that's a very good point. Because <laughs> the teleporter, um, sort of canonically... Uh, scans you, scans you, destroys yeah. you, and then rebuilds you. Uh, 3D prints a copy, essentially. But to 3D print a copy of most things, the idea would be that there's matter banks and you just synthesize things from air and carbon. But to synthesize a thing with a teleporter that is made of antimatter, you would have needed to have that antimatter to synthesize. That's a very good point, Chelsea. Um, Yay! Well, you just broke the episode, so congrats. <laughs> No, I'm fine with it. Maybe there's a special store of antimatter that for some reason they can't, like, access only for the teleporter. But that doesn't make sense. Yeah, they didn't mention the tractor beam at some point. I guess they could have, like, just tractor beamed it into a shuttle bay or something. That would have been the way to go. But, I don't know. Oh, yeah, they could have done that too. Whatever, I accept it. When the, the creature finally learns they're there, did I just miss, did I miss how they got out of the creature? Uh, they went they out kept through going. A, yeah. So the, the so the creature was it able to control its digestion, so it didn't destroy them. Mm, they once were like they had flying their engines, through or whatever. Yeah, once they had their because I thought they only up, had a few minutes left. Well, that's what that's what Scotty fixed by powering the engines back to full. They were coming. Oh, yeah, down, with the antimatter. Yeah, okay. and then they were like, "Oh, cool! Now we've got like hours again." Um, and then they were. But, so they do have two ticking clocks in this episode. They have the ticking clock That's of running out of antimatter, and then the ticking clock of it's reaching the planet. Yeah. Which they save. Yeah. Um, I, was, I had questions about that. Okay, I'm fine with, like, Spock mind-melding with planet, even though it's they don't really call it a mind-meld. There was a whole thing about that. Yeah. And, like, okay. But then when... It's definitely a mind-meld. When the cloud becomes Spock... Did they hear the? I thought I was confused because I thought Spock was like speaking to the cloud in his mind, and then but they could hear the conversation because Jim is they like Spock it. is the cloud now. Be careful, <laughs> Spock is the cloud. And I I had questions maybe about how just they knew. Seen, that. Maybe he's just seen Spock do this so much <laughs> that he knows maybe. when it's happening. I don't know, man. I was just kind of like, uh, what? <laughs> Well, what is the episode where Spock goes blind where he's the creature? Uh, wait, it, I was going to say Kalos, right? Is that uh, Truth and Beauty? Is there no Truth and Beauty? Yeah. There, is there no Truth and Beauty? Yeah, I think that is it. Yeah, where, with Diana Mulder. Yeah. Yeah. He's that creature and he like walks on the bridge, right? So it's a, this episode's actually three TOS episodes combined <laughs> in one. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're definitely mining content from TOS. But I think, again... With some kind of pointy edges, this is still kind of okay. Yeah, um, but we I we do, never have. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Paul. Oh, I was gonna say I do have some problems with the resolution. I suppose where 
They're just like... <laughs> I have... Yeah, just... It's a good thing that Cloud has a conscience. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy that Spock showed the Cloud Wikipedia and not, like, YouTube. Right? Like, right. Well, and, like, they're just like, please go back to where you came from. And it's like, how is that... So they're just gonna... Maybe their food supply's gone there, and now they're just gonna die because their their food supply's... I, like, I had lots of questions about that. But it didn't that. seem that way because it's it, it agrees... Like, pretty resonant. Well, like, its only yeah. objection is that it's a far away. I guess. I just... it. I but is know. there no, like, intelligent life in that... What is it? Supposed right. to be another galaxy? Well, and that's kind of the thing, too. It was like, so you're sending it back to where it came from, but is where it came from, like, empty? Like, yeah, it, I thought that Spock was going to say, you know, he, he has a line essentially that like, there's a lot of planets here that have life on it. And as he was starting that line, I thought he was going to say, you know, there's a lot of planets that you could just eat. <laughs> like, <laughs> not a problem. Um, it's like, that'd still be very problematic. But I think that's essentially what they're telling it. Yeah, pretty much. Which is uh, questionable. <laughs> well, but maybe it's like an uninhabited galaxy, except for cloud creatures. I don't. Well, they, okay, they do a lot of like galaxies. But they, and, would, I don't think yeah, this is an extra. I don't think this is an extra galactic creature, right? That's what they said. Yeah, it's an extra galactic creature. It's from the adjacent galaxy. Oh, that that raises a lot of other questions, then too. <laughs> I know, and remember, okay. at the very beginning, I they have that. to go to the edge of the galaxy to beat it. Uh, this they do say that they're at like one of the remotest outposts or something, right? Or maybe the yeah. remotest outpost. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's the most remotest, like inhabited planet of the. <laughs> most boy, I think I said that too. The most remotest. <laughs> yeah, intergalactic creature. But but that was my question. Yeah, if. Well, and also by sending it to its uh, adjacent galaxy, they are setting it up to possibly breed. Yeah, I have a lot of questions Assuming about it breeds with another cloud. I don't, yeah, I, don't know. I mean the distance between galaxies is vast, um, as an understatement. But yeah, it's a good question of what they're actually telling it to do. It's it's well, anyway. It's only 26 minutes. You don't have time to resolve yeah, those sorts of questions. So. But they do have time to actually ask an important moral question or like to set up like an important moral dilemma, which is who they're going to evacuate. Well, first of all, should they even tell the planet? Yeah, that was and an interesting one. who they're going to evacuate. That was an interesting one. Um, yeah, and I, I guess I could see it if we had 44 minutes, that being, uh, well, it would only be a B plot if they were able to get like somebody down to the planet and it wasn't just the planet figuring it out. But you could make a B-plot out of that. Oh, I feel like if this had been POS proper, yeah, we definitely would have had... Like, like someone's, like, like sibling would have been on there, and then it <laughs> wouldn't have been, like, one of the selected children, right? And then they like, they would have been... Or maybe this would have been, like, a... Uh, I don't know, like a TNG... I don't know, like, you know, panning back and forth, watching, like, the sibling be increasingly frightened or increasingly in danger or whatever. But, um, yeah, no. Uh, what do you guys think of saving the children? I, I did have questions about how they were choosing which children to save. Yeah. Because they said, what, 5,000 out of 80 million? Yeah. yeah. It was like, how, Pretty low how, are numbers. The, how are you picking those kids? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the governor or whatever, like, the planet president's kid was on it. Yeah, I think you'd probably have to do that as a governor, right? You'd have to say, well... <laughs> 
I'm just passing on uh, passing on that. I recuse myself. Um, yeah, we're talking about less. Yeah, that'd be a tough decision. Wow, we're talking about like thousandths of a percent. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's it's one in yeah. It's it's very small. Well, and are these are they human? Yeah, is this is. I think this is a Federation outpost, right? A Federation planet. So, so by this point in time, we've populated planets with like eighty million. Uh, sure. That's a, especially one that is at like the remote corner of the, the Federation. Hours. So that's a lot of people. What? Like, that, you need some time to get 80 million people, right? I didn't think it was, I thought it was like the natural inhabitants of the planet and that they were part of the Federation. So they had an mm, outpost there. Okay, that's fair. That's what I thought. That would make a lot more sense, right? That's what I thought it was. But I don't, I don't think that's a crux of the episode. <laughs> it's not. It's super no. not. You know how I just like to play out. But yeah, I think that's, I mean, I think that's more or less it, right? Yeah. Well, my only other notice of that wavy screen kept making me dizzy. Wavy <laughs> screen. Like it like waved over the Enterprise, like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wavy screen. And, oh, and it went through the engine room with those weird, uh, like, uh, brewery, like, kegs and laser beams everywhere. Like uh, engine pistons, right? They set it up like it's a uh, yeah. turtle combustion engine, essentially. <laughs> they probably told the animation staff to draw an engine, but make it look spacey. Um, and then I the just, last thing I ha- oh sorry, no, I just the most unsurprising thing that I found was that the cloud is Majel. <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure. There's also a lot of sketchy medical approach. Yeah, I was I wasn't I wasn't going to bring that up, Chelsea, but. <laughs> now that I have, yeah, Bowen says a lot of weird stuff that, like, again, sense. <laughs> like, it, he's definitely written. It, it definitely feels like Bones is in there because DeForest Kelly is at the table, and they need to write him some lines, and they don't really know what lines to give him or what he should be saying. <laughs> um, and that if this was a TOS episode he probably just wouldn't have been called in. But TAS, it seems like they're just using everybody they can get at the table. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the villa, or whatever. They spent a long time talking about being tested. They super do. And I do not care. <laughs> oh, I liked it. I mean, besides it being Mopo Jumbo, I liked it. Hm. Cartoon Bones is a babe. You know, I don't know about that. So that's, I mean, that is 100% of my notes. Well, I can do some messages. I guess I have one more note, but... Nope, just kidding. Nah, it's not an important note. (laughs) Oh, uh, one other, like, random thing is... There's a lot of... This shows up in a lot of Trek and later Trek. Like, they're trying to fly through the intestine, and they're... They don't dwell on it here because they don't have time. But the idea is that, like, the bridge is flying through this precarious space. And it's like, man, it really seems like a computer could do this better, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and that comes up a lot later because, you know, it, that's the premise of, of Star Wars, essentially, right? Of, like, turn off your tracking yeah. computer. Um, use the Force. That that humans are somehow better than computers at this. And, and granted, like, 70s, 80s, maybe even 90s computers are probably better at flying a starship through a intestine of a giant space cloud, but, you know, 
it really speaks to how good computers are in modern times. Like, I would much rather trust a computer to fly me through the intestine of a giant space cloud. That's it. Okay. Uh, well, I can talk about some messages. How about, like, communication and, like, solve your problems? If your space cloud has a conscience. (laughs) Which it does. So it's basically, I I think it's a version of the we're more similar than different message, right? Like, the cloud, once, like, they could communicate the, um, our break the communication barrier. It's, it's just like what you said, Abby. It's basically the word up. Right? So basically a person in a cloud. You think there? Sure. <laughs> okay, how about it? Children are like the most important like the most important gift message. Ugh. I don't think I mean, adding gift on there is unnecessarily subjective. <laughs> All right. Most important citizens? I don't know. Um, on average, children are going to live... I, I mean, the, re- I, the read I got in right away when they said it, I was like, oh, that makes sense. Uh, on average, all those children will live longer than a similarly selected group of older-aged humans. Oh, <laughs> I would have selected, like, the most brilliant minds from oh, the planet. Oh, that's, 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 that's <laughs> very problematic. <laughs> so is selecting children. <laughs> Selecting anyone at all at, at, by anything but like a completely random lottery for everyone is very well, but I think the idea and even would, that's very problematic. I think they implied that they selected children semi randomly or or randomly. Um, uh-huh. I mean, I don't think they were sitting down saying who are the best five thousand children to send. I, uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. They they didn't dwell on it. They didn't dwell on it. Yeah, right. They didn't dwell on it. Uh, okay. How about? This is with the planet too. Putting the needs of others is the right thing to do. So self-sacrifice, which the governor does, of both him and his daughter. And the last one is, yeah, have a conscience. Or like do wrong, but like repent and grow and be better and that's what the cloud does. It's also fun. In the cloud, I know, digest them out. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> And they're covered in, I don't know, antimatter digestive syrup? Ew. That sounds, sauce? that sounds terrible. Which I feel like mm. means they should explode and say much matter. So, I mean... Bingo? Oh no, it's antagonist. Yeah, so, I actually... What was the antagonist last week? I didn't write it down because we only had one. <laughs> <laughs> And, and I've um, already completely forgotten the last episode. I remember they go into the giant space thing. It's, it's, <laughs> it's essentially Daleks, right? But did they have names? It was, it was several like, weeks ago. It was like the it was the the disease planet thing, and it was so lonely. And but it was like trying to take over the yeah, world. Yeah, that's right. So like, it was some sort of it's some sort of energy. Yeah, so it's actually kind of similar to the cloud. I think it was kind of powerful, but I think this is much more powerful, right? Oh yeah, this well, this is like planets, and that thing they had to like, it had to be in a ship or it had to be in a planet or something. Yeah, like, this like, is yeah, the like, doomsday machine, but yeah, this cloud. is the doomsday machine. Yeah, so it's a world destroyer. Yeah, it's pretty dangerous. Yeah. Okay. So I rank this above. Yeah, I'd agree. Great. Yeah, that was easy. Okay. 
And time for bingo, bingo time. Yeah, the only question I had is, is this a mind meld? Because they kind of go out of their way to be like, this isn't a mind meld, but it is, though. It's it definitely is. a mind meld. It is. <laughs> yeah, that's, I kind of, yeah. It's such a mind meld. I, yeah. It's the yeah. same as, you know, if Scotty's sitting there saying that, you know, we're pushing the engines in a way that I'm not sure how long that we will be able to continue <laughs> doing exactly right. what we are doing in the current state of the engines. Right. And I guess that was the other question is, is yeah, Scotty, yep. does Scotty do his thing? Uh, 100%. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, Scotty loves to dance around those words, but he's saying <laughs> Okay. Uh, then did we did we get five? That's, that's your five that's threshold question. or did we push it to six? Five. I think no, we, we... I think we might have gotten five. Well, they also do a bridge shake. Yeah, bridge shakes. I'm pretty sure Spock's it fascinating when they were talking about the cloud. I think bridge shakes are like our free space. No, (laughs) honestly. (laughs) There's probably a captain's log. Um, Yeah, I think I think it's I think five's a kind of slam. I wouldn't be surprised, but I guess to be contrary, I can say no. Okay, so A of all, there were so many captain's logs. There were captain's <laughs> yeah, logs yeah. every three minutes. Like, there were so many. So many captain's logs. And there was a bridge shake and Scotty with his engines and the mind meld. But that was it. Just four. Really? Wow. Just four. Okay. Just four. But yeah. Space powers? Uh, but the the cloud doesn't really use that's not the that's not mm, okay. usually the that's fair that's fair I, I that's agree. not the the normal usage of space powers I agree I retract space powers all right so shall we see what we are watching next time Let's see it could be anything <laughs> I mean it's gonna be an animated series show <laughs> wait maybe that. maybe Chelsea and I should try to come up with titles because I don't know any of these titles. <laughs> Um, boy, what would I call an episode of animated series? Um, Space Computer Takeover. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Chelsea got it in one. I love it. Is that the title? No, but I just it, love that title. I know. <laughs> no, we are going to episode eight, The Magics of Megas 2. At the center of the galaxy, a race puts the Enterprise crew on trial for past grievances. Okay, I have to ask. I have to ask because this is TAS. Is magics spelled with a C or a K? Both. Oh, wow. (laughs) I have so many questions. Wow. Wow. They were really they were really covering their bases on that one. Boy, I thought there was an outside chance that it could have been a K, but to have them oh, both. Oh, it's both. It's both. both. It's wow. Magic's ICKS. Yep, got it. Got it. Oh. I almost wish it was an X. I'm not going to lie about it. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I Way too futuristic. That, they, that is that that's like so an odd thing. Oh, wow. We all have questions. Uh, love it all right listeners don't forget you can follow us at uh three move up on instagram and facebook you can email us at info at three move up.com uh and you can just say hi or whatever and you can join us next time for the magics however you want to spell it of megas 2